Hello, hello. Welcome to day four of Everyday January. Andrea here. Today, I would like to talk to you guys about how to find your passion and what you're into. And I'm also going to address kind of how it's scary to start to follow your passions and what you're interested in and hobbies and things like that. <clears throat> so I remember if maybe, well, when in my teenage years, you're kind of just doing a lot of things and you're in high school and in, and in university or whatever, you are kind of maybe part of a class, like part, like you're around other students, you're studying a lot, um, you might be part of like some clubs, and you're normally living still with your family, or you're living in like a dorm, and there's always a lot going on. So you kind of are just constantly doing something, uh, something, and you might enjoy it, but also I think a lot of it is just purely a social um, it's purely social versus when you get a bit older, you kind of realize that the things you might have done when you were younger, you're not necessarily interested anymore. And you want to kind of explore new things, but you don't know where to start. And especially if you end up living alone or um, moving away from your family or from where you grew up. I think it's really hard to kind of establish this new foundation and relearn who you are. And for a long time, when I first moved out, I was like, I don't like anything. I don't understand how I see these people succeeding and being passionate about something because I don't like anything. I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know anything. I'm never going to be good at anything. I don't know. And it was really, really scary and upsetting. And it just, I just gave up before I even started. And I'm not going to lie and say everything you try, you're going to be good at, or everything you try, um, you're going to have the energy to pursue. But I think really the only way to actually figure out what you do like and what you do want to pursue is to just keep doing things until one of the things kind of makes you get really excited or kind of sparks joy in you. And it might be hard to kind of understand that feeling at first because sometimes you might think that it's the thing, but maybe it's just the person you're with doing that thing with, or maybe it's just this feeling of, oh, I, I'm doing this cool thing. I like the feeling of doing a cool thing and that was my problem for a long time because maybe I would be dating someone and they would like a certain type of music or play a certain sport or watch a certain type of movie and I'd be like, oh, I, I like this too, but I think I liked the idea of liking something and I liked the idea of being part of something that was bigger than me. And I got that validation through whoever I was with. And I just felt a part of something. I felt validated. And 
the old me really was purely seeking validation because that was the thing that I was lacking that I couldn't give myself. And of course, when you start learning how to self-love and self-validate, you'll, you won't seek that through the activities that you do. Uh, you will feel just at peace with yourself. And then when you're doing any type of activity, whoever you're seeing, whoever you're dating, it's going to be purely because you actually want to be doing that thing or being with that person, being in that moment. And I realize now how important it is to find things that you like to do. It really gives your life just variety and I I just personally believe anything sort of artistic, like any expression is really, really important. It kind of releases emotions that are kind of bottled up and I think that it is underrated, especially in the North Americas. I think that we're very focused on business and money and working. And I used to be torn in between investing money in a hobby or investing my time into a hobby because I thought that, oh, well, I'm not actually being productive towards my career or I'm not like cleaning my place or I'm not, um, I don't know, doing groceries. I'm not doing something productive like that. I So I shouldn't be investing my time and my money into a hobby because what is that giving me? It's just me playing around. But honestly, it's the key, complete opposite. We are doing our jobs. We are doing all of that so that we can live in, live through our hobbies. At least that's, that's how I feel. I, I find when I am kind of doing whatever hobbies I'm doing, those are the moments that I'm like, okay, this is, this is what makes me happy. And in those moments, I'm like, okay, this is great. I want to keep doing this. And it makes me enjoy life. And that might sound very dramatic to some of you, but I really believe that. And when I see somebody painting or singing or creating anything like I like this podcast is an artistic expression for me as well um I I'm so like it fills me with so much joy seeing somebody do anything like even I I find like even somebody doing yoga or any type of stretching or even like going for a jog like any type of exercise I I do find that kind of like a hobby as well um cooking and and not just cooking for survival but cooking for enjoyment you can kind of make any of your tasks a form of expression and it doesn't have to be oh i have to do this task instead of living it kind of just becomes living and it it can be enjoyable but like i said it it's very hard to figure out things that you like. And I I used to just sit there for hours and be like, I don't remember liking anything. I don't know what I like. 
And I, it just make, made me feel so, I felt like nothing. I felt like, who am I to think I have a place in this world when I'm just boring and I'm, I'm just pretending to like things so I could feel a part of it. And it was just a horrible feeling, but I just hadn't really found my way yet. And if you don't have anything right now that, that kind of makes you tick, that makes you excited, that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're not worth something. It doesn't mean that you're not meant to be here. It doesn't mean that, but I, I can guarantee there is something out there for you and you might be right now going through a time where you're not feeling joy and things you used to feel or you're not feeling the energy to go and try something new and that's okay. You're where you're at right now but just kind of plant a seed with what I'm saying. Just kind of remember it for when you do have that kind of boost and inspiration and it doesn't have to be this complex um, skill or anything like that. I used to think that I had to be super smart and super good at what I was doing because otherwise I was just a joke. That's That was my thought. I thought if I can't do this perfectly, I might as well not even start because it's just an embarrassment and I'm. it's just a joke and it's going to make me look so stupid. So... <laughs> I didn't do a lot of things because I thought that I was just going to embarrass myself. But I'm in such a different mindset now. I'm really in a place where I think, do whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. Like, let's say you want to paint. You just paint whatever you want to paint. If it feels good to you, that's the reward. That's what you're getting out of it. It doesn't have to be somebody else validating your work you are doing it for your own benefit if you do want to further your skills because that's what you're feeling in that moment and you're like okay you know what I've tested out this painting thing and I really like how it makes me feel and I think I want to invest maybe some money or some time into it and maybe get some professional lessons and maybe kind of figure out my own style and work on certain skill and then you kind of like start to learn more um technique and and that's when it kind of gets taken off to the next level but that's the scariest part because you kind of find something you like to do and you might learn it uh, a little bit about it and you you'll improve quite quickly at first but then you you reach the plateau and that's when a lot of people kind of say, okay, no, I, I'm too afraid to go further. And that was what happened to me for a lot of things. And I've been trying to break down why um, it's so hard to get to that next level. It, it becomes very personal, I think, because, for example, um okay, I've been learning guitar and I improved very quickly at the beginning, but now I'm kind of at a plateau and learning some more complex things. And it's really scary for me to decide I'm going to put the energy and the time into really furthering my skills. Because if I do put that energy and, and time into it, I'm admitting that it means something to me. 
and that it's important to me. And then I'm afraid that somebody can say, who are you for wanting to play guitar? There's that imposter syndrome going on, thinking that I'm a fraud kind of thing. And there's also this feeling of, well, if I fail, then it's just validating my biggest fears that I'm bad at something, that I'm not capable. But those are just kind of tricks that our minds does, that our minds do, that um, you don't need to listen to. Because if you want to get to the next level, you absolutely 100% can. And you don't have to be on anyone else's timeline. It, if, it, if it takes you five years to learn how to do this other skill that you want to do, whatever, that's cool. You're doing your own time. And it's still meaningful to you. And it's still something that you're working at. It doesn't matter how fast you're doing it, how long it takes. Who cares? It's nobody's business. But it means something to you. And and having that kind of consistency with it and keeping to work on it just makes it that more valuable to you. And it it's your thing. And it doesn't need to be a comparison to others. And I just really love... I really love that and it it really kind of solidifies the idea that you can do whatever you want to do and it could be always on your terms. So I really encourage you to kind of start doing things and I wouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Kind of try out um, certain social groups maybe like a board game club or like a sports club and then maybe also try something more artistic maybe like go to like a paint night or um even like a dance school like I've done that I've tried salsa which I really liked I've done the board game club (laughs) so I've done musical instruments um, a lot when I was younger and that's something that I remember it sparking joy in me so I'm like you know what I want that to be part of my life and it's going to be an important part of my life so it's something that I've pursued and I'm really happy that I have it was very scary because I'm like okay if I'm putting this if I'm telling myself I'm doing this what if I'm going to fail what if I'm not going to continue with it like I'm just a gonna seem like like a joke but just don't listen to those voices just do what you want to do um there's so many things that you could try it, it depend. like I think it's good to have kind of mixture of more social hobbies and then more um peaceful alone time hobbies like like art and music and um that I think it's very good. It kind of puts you in this Zen state of being present. And I think that's kind of a form of meditation and it's very therapeutic. And I think that's a really nice thing to have with yourself. But then it's also great to share with people and you can take your hobbies and kind of share it with people. And um, like, if you like art, you can make an art piece for someone. Or if you're learning to sing, um, you can sing for somebody. <laughs> and I mean, it sounds so simple that I had to relearn these this lesson in my 
mid-twenties that it was good to have a hobby. And, you know, like, I, I got lost. Like, I, I got it when I was, like, in elementary school and high school. I was like, yeah, it's fun to do these extracurricular activities. But then we have so much responsibility and we quit everything. Like, I quit everything. I was, when I was younger, I was playing multiple musical instruments. I was on a sports, I was on multiple sports teams. I was also part of Girl Guides. I would spend time with friends, family. And when I went into nursing school, I literally quit everything. And if I were to go back and do it again, do not quit your hobbies. At least keep one. Because somebody might tell you, oh, but you really need to focus on school and it's really hard. Well, you know what? Your life is going to be always hard. And you need that thing to kind of bring you joy and to, to feed your soul when you're going through school, especially, is just so horrible. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be horrible, but you know what I mean. Um, so I don't take that away from yourself. Keep doing the thing that kind of feeds you. And so I had to really get back into kind of figuring out what I like and it was hard. It was really hard. And, but it's worth it. Just like everything that I've been talking about since I started this podcast. Nothing I tell you is easy in any way, but it is absolutely worth it. It is worth it. And it might seem scary, but this is work that you're going to see, see results from. It's not, it's not a waste of time to, to try to search for something that's going to make you happy. And um, speaking of kind of hobbies and things like that, I kind of want to talk about uh, this podcast. I'm going to talk about it more at the end of January. But so this was something I kind of started and wasn't too sure about and I just kind of was like casually doing these little episodes, not really any structure, me just kind of rambling on, and I don't have a day that I always post or anything like that, but so I've kind of flirted with the idea of this podcast for a while. I actually looked and my first episode was in June, (coughs) sorry, and so I realized that I, I do enjoy it, and I think I'm ready to commit to it being more regular and um, have more of a structure and I'm going to kind of fine tune some of the things like the audio or the kind of appearance of it. So stay tuned for changes that are going to come up. I'm going to talk about more specifically what you can expect later on this month. Uh, for now, just enjoy my daily unstructured talking. Um, and I would love to know uh, if any of you would like to hear a specific thing or if um, there's a certain type of episode I've done that really resonated with you. Um, so I'm still at the brainstorming stage. I'm going to create an email address that I'm going to link 
um, in the bio if you have any uh, comments or anything you'd like to ask me or share with me uh, please go ahead and send an email um, so you you'll find that in the bio section uh, very soon so I'd love to hear uh, what you like what you don't like anything no judgments I am be happy to hear from you so that is it for now I'm going to end the episode here I will see you all tomorrow will not see you but I will speak to you <laughs> have a wonderful night bye